0: This podcast was produced on the lands of the Wurundjeri and Wadawurrung people, and we pay our respects to their elders, past and present. You're listening to InGreetopedia Bites, a super speedy Q&A with some of our favourite foodie friends and inspirations. We're going to ask some rapid-fire questions, and the answers will give you a little peek into their kitchen snack drawers and eating habits. Today, our guest is Julian Hills, chef and owner of Navi, a fine dining restaurant in a quiet Yarraville Street in Melbourne's West. Julian was recently crowned Chef of the Year at the Age Good Food Guide Awards and every week he forages for native seasonal produce on the Mornington Peninsula and dreams up creative dishes like black garlic and salmon roe macarons or white asparagus with fermented sunflower seeds. He's into sustainability and ethical farming, so much so Navi is a zero-waste restaurant. And if that wasn't enough, he also studied fine art and actually makes all the plates that the incredible food is served on at Navi. So we were really thrilled we were able to talk to him after he just finished cooking for the evening at Navi.
1: What is the last thing you ate? Uh, A chicken curry, stark meal. 4.30. Four thirty. Yes, yes. It's delicious. Tell us about the staff meal. So we we have a roster. So it's um, a lot of a lot of places before here we use scraps for for staff meal, and here we we don't have way secret food. So it's always like we can use what we've got. Our our um, and you know the dry goods and stuff, but but yeah, you, everyone makes their own and, and they try to show off. <laughs> it's just kind of nice. So everyone sort of pushes it. And we've got um my one of my sous chefs, I've got two sous chefs. One's um Vietnamese and he always does this uh food that's very, very traditional oh and God. very like soups and um they smell they yeah. smell quite intense and they yeah. come in, but it's delicious. Um I've got a um Indian chef and then um uh, Italian other sous chef, pastry chef, and I think she she battles with her Vietnamese uh yeah. food. To try to try to get her skip side of things me <laughs> Um and then there's uh, there's yeah no I just do whatever I can get done on Yeah, but yeah no it's, it's a lot of fun. So it's a rostered thing. We it's unusual for chefs because we eat at four thirty now that, and we we sit down for half an hour. and We all sit in a line. We try not to be on our phones, but we're all on our phones. <laughs> it's, it's, it's getting worse, but yeah. Has has anything ever made it from? The chef's meal to the, to the main menu. Uh, um sort of. So the um, pastry chef, Italian, she meets um, her nana's broker. In the top into the little um, pork pork dumplings in a broth. I did that I kind of bastardised it, but I did it with kangaroo. So I made a kangaroo brodo with kangaroo meatballs, and then I said there was a big portable table. So. All right.
0: Next question is: What is your go-to comfort food?
1: Korean fried chicken, like, well, yeah. It's it's. I don't eat it all the time, obviously, because it's not good for me. But there's a really good place in Footscray, and it's and it's um, discovered in lockdown. It's it's a uh, Uber Eats away. So yeah. yeah. Um. Okay. What is your favorite thing to preserve? Um. Uh, that's a hard one. Like, I think I think the most. Interesting one, uh, and it's simple, it's ridiculous. But it's white asparagus so green asparagus, you pickle it, it tastes like a pickle, you know, you ferment it, it tastes like a pickle. White asparagus, if you like, it, ferment it. it, still stays crunchy, but it takes on this almost cheese flavor. It becomes a completely different ingredient. I mean, everything does once you ferment it, but white asparagus, you can make a sauce out of fermented white asparagus, and people think they're eating a cheese sauce, yeah, yeah. I like guess. Yeah, and at this time of year, it's, we we have the white asparagus on and all the little bits that don't fit on the plate at all, make the fermenters, so the menu comes um, autumn. And, yeah, yeah,
0: that's, that's really cool. cool. Um, what's your go-to toast topping?
1: Avocado, unfortunately. I <laughs> you know that's sad.
0: With anything added?
1: Uh, just lemon juice or, or um, we... We have. Um, I know this sounds a little wanky, but yeah. um, a lady who imports um, balsamic. So yeah. she she did truffle paste, and she said, "I'm going to Italy. Is there anything you want? I'm Like, I really want good balsamic. Like, you can't you can't get it if it's here. It's too expensive, and it's um, and so she started importing it, and now it's her main business. Oh, yeah. so She's giving me three bottles of. A twenty year old little girl so oh. so we have that in our house all the time and that drizzled on oh, uh, yeah. and it's on my bread too. Oh, yeah. yeah, my bread's the greatest taste. Okay. <laughs> okay, best fruit that comes yeah. in a tin. Um terrine. Yeah. So the French do it. Yeah. Well, so it's But if you go the other way, it's it's fish. Like anchovies or yeah. I the the French have it made with their tin terrines and riettes yeah that's yeah,
0: yeah. Um, what's something you want to eat but never have
1: when i went to italy i wanted to try horse because but i was a horse guy when i was going out yeah. i couldn't eat it it's the only thing in my life i've never that i could i just like I no, actually really this repulsed me a little basically yeah, yeah right. and um i'm sure if i didn't like i could switch off i don't know I, I think i like i i try everything yeah. know. If I'm unsure, I yeah. even even out when we're picking. I eat everything that I don't know if I should or not, just, <laughs> just, to, just to try. So I'm, I don't know. I don't have to answer. Yeah. What is the best thing in your freezer? Dumplings. Yeah, yeah. We always have an array of dumplings. Dumplings. Good get yeah. over work. Is there yeah. a particular have you got a foot go to? There is a, um, I don't know the name of it, it's across from DK. Hey, they, um, yeah. it's all handmade dumplings, yeah. they've got a huge array of them, and you, you mix and match. Oh, cool,
0: yeah. that's good. Yeah. Nice.
1: Yeah. They're yeah. very good.
0: good. But, what about your most used condiment?
1: Probably balsamic again, yeah. Hmm. Like, we 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 probably use too much here, yeah. though we use a white balsamic, and it's um. It's from that same same lady, it's another thing I told her to get. Um, and it's just, it's, it's like, you know, um, French cooking, I use a gastric to balance things. Yeah. And this is like doing that without making a gastric, it's got a nice sweetness. And so as a, yeah, it's sort of my balancer and at home, the sauces and stuff. Yeah, I use it all the two months. Okay, but, what is your first food memory? um
0: food.
1: there's there's a there's, there's a few like i i um i was always interested in food but I wasn't interested in cooking or anything so i had a um, we had Japanese when I was like eight it was um, I remember just being blown away like it was proper sashimi yeah. raw fish or rice and it was eatable anything that I was I was blown away. So Japanese is my favorite food from then. So I don't want sushi. Yeah. Um and what about your most used cookbook? Early on it was Stephanie Alexander, the complete <laughs> yeah. And that I <laughs> I um I sort of when I first started chefing I I kind of everywhere I went I ended up running the place quite early, and I and I was eating over my head lots of the time, and I always used that. But, uh, what what ingredients go with the, or, you know, like, yeah. and was like, and then I could put, the, put a dish together that was sort of balanced. It was a cookbook that I... Yeah. Yeah. Now, I haven't opened it for a while, but it definitely out of any cookbook I've had but I, in my career, that's the one I looked at the most. Okay, what's your given our season at the moment what's your favorite summer ingredient native ingredient i go with corn yeah they're such a um you yeah. know they, they're they are just the season's just happened So uh, i guess it's late spring summer we we go to the peninsula every tuesday and we, we we're direct with the farmers so we and and forage. so like we sort of see the seasons roll it happens quite quickly but you know like there's as wild roses and the wild garlic bulbs are, are you know they're ready to pick they're, you know we've been picking the flowers yeah. for, for um, spring and then you know and then um the native raspberries come out you so you know when okay yeah. this is this is about to happen what are we going to do with it um so I don't think I have a particular favorite favorite but yeah yeah yeah, so I mean, I guess hard yeah. to call a whole season because for you, it's like yeah. the season's like this rolling. Yeah, it's constant, and yeah, yeah, and there's like yeah. a, it's like a little pocket of each thing when everything's perfect and ready to pick.
0: Yeah, um, isn't it? Yeah. And what's one ingredient people should know more about? Awesome. All right. So...
1: I, I had possum on the menu here. I've, I've been a little tentative to put possum back on the menu since COVID, because it's just the idea of it. Um, no one ever, no one ever didn't eat it. Everyone loved it. It's an amazing. It's sort of um, they're a complete problem in Tasmania. Mm. There's no footprint from them. They, 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 they don't produce meat they don't. Yeah, so yeah. completely sustainable, and um, they're, they're sort of like a slightly gamey rabbit, and yeah. we. People are repulsed by them. Generally, my diners were pretty good. I did get lots of flack from people that haven't dined here. I was serving possum, but uh, I think I think that and and I mean it goes with kangaroo and wallaby as well. There's no there's no footprint on them, so we should be exploring exploring that more. But we. Seem to be content eating cows. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, How did you prepare the possum here? Like so we, we, um, but for here it was done not too dissimilar to the brick you had on the duck, yeah. but a bigger version. So it was a, um, a we braised it down. Um, with, the, with native spices, we used uh, different metals, and we we then cooked in a brick. And we had what we call a native fruit ragu that was a uh, Rye berries, we wattle seed, all in this eucalyptus um, possum sauce. It's just sat on top of it. Wow. It's pretty delicious, oh, and um, yeah, no, not. I mean, it's a pretty nice way to eat something. You don't really lose so much flavour of that. List, yeah. yeah, But yeah, I think I think that as far as what we people need to be more educated on on the wilds. Pests, yeah, yeah. We should be eating pests, yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, okay, last question: What is the next thing you'll probably going to eat? I'm gonna eat some bread and <laughs> butter, and then, as I said, very good probably butter. probably probably dumplings when I go home. Yeah, nice. <laughs> because that's what I do. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I guess that's why I have them in the freezer because it's, it's five minutes so you can cook it. okay. Thank you so much for <laughs> coming in and greeting Petty Bites, <laughs> and hosting <obviously>. us tonight, <laughs> yeah. um, J mm-hmm. yeah no worries
0: quickly if you have an idea for someone we should interrogate about their eating habits let us know by sending us a message on instagram you'll find us at Ingridipedia, or on our website ingreetipedia.com.au see you next time